0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the I'll Try That podcast. Special episode where we're coming at you live from the UK and Australia, where you've got Joe, Simo, and Barry White has joined
1: from the UK. Hello, Barry. Hello, ladies. <laughs> it's, it's not... It's my, my voice isn't that gravelly, is it? It's, it's, it, it, it feels deep and sexy.
0: <laughs>
2: it's, pretty, it's pretty deep.
1: Enjoyed your, your night last night, I must say, Barbara, by the sound of
0: things. and so oh, oh, oh tremendously. Yeah, so... Your, your, your attire right now of a hoodie draped over your eyes, making you look like you're in Star Wars, like a Sith Lord. <laughs> Welcome, young Skywalker. <laughs> With your gravelly he doesn't voice. doesn't sound anything like
1: that, does he?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not too... That
1: was almost a bit Cockney, a, l- a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Skywalker, get out of here, you mag. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Still, still not quite hit the hangover yet, more the... I feel like I should be boogieing. So, and and talking of this style, we've done a very smooth
0: intro there, we're going to talk about one of the smoothest and stylish beers out there right now, which is Peroni. The Italian smoothness, effervescent, all these words that I probably don't know what the actual meanings are, but I use them anyway. But first and foremost, Simo, you've got a hot topic for us.
1: (coughs) Oh, God. (coughs) Sorry. Smooth.
2: (laughs) I was, yeah, really smooth, just like the beer. Um, (laughs) So, basically... (laughs) <laughs> oh, i'm rusty so um yeah hot topic this, that one this bodes we well do. for
1: a great episode guys <laughs> we are off to a flyer
2: <laughs> but, right so i found a, a, a cheeky website um and a kind of a nice little blog by a person called leela morgan from perth australia truth. um and this was written in 2020 and it was about the five. This is supposedly the five best beer-themed movies. Ooh, to watch. okay. Now, what I wanted to shout out to both of you is: what do you, if you had to think of a beer with a lot of booze in it, like what would be the number one to go? Okay, to? so this is just
0: what actually you think of when you think of a beer, a film that has beer in it. Well, I mean, Oktoberfest. You know that comedy spoof uh, film. That was out where there's a, a group of Americans who trained to go to Oktoberfest. Beer fest.
1: beer fest, right? Thank you. I didn't even get the name right. Well, beer fest. That springs to mind. I'm only thinking of. I'm not even thinking of films. I'm thinking of songs. Uh, sorry, Dr- uh, <laughs> Simo. Did you say? I thought you said. Do, do we need to think of boozy beers? High, high boozy beers. Are you thinking about film? Lot, films with lots of beer in? I got really confused.
2: As <laughs> in, like, so think about, like, so, like those iconic. Kind of when we grew up, there was definitely films that were basically about getting drunk and going crazy. Like there's quite a lot of oh, okay. them.
1: Oh okay. Um, oh, I see.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, could you put the American Pies into that category? They did a lot of house parties where there was beers. I probably would put it mm-hmm. in there. I would I'm, I'm would thinking. I'm thinking Super Bad, which I love. Yes. Super, super Bad. Is yeah. basically any film that had like a teenage house American house party. You the, could goes put it the goes wild. The goes wild. The Hangovers, obviously. Yeah.
2: Now, there's there's one there's one film on here that you boys will go, Hell yes, when I say them.
1: But okay, I'll give you the list. Oh, this is a build up. <laughs> Number four will shock you. Number four will <laughs> shock you. Keep shock listening to find out. Um does Like so I I didn't even I can <laughs> just my brain completely ignored the brief. I didn't even think of films. I thought of the song Is It Real Big Fish? Beer. Sing it. Sing
2: it. You've got to sing it.
0: As you're right, that wasn't the brief at all. That's just something...
1: No, no,
2: but I want... I now demand that Matthew Barber sing the song to me.
0: You can hum it if
1: you'd like. uh, uh, um, uh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 (laughs) 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 Yeah. Beer, beer, <laughs> and if I get drunk, well, I pass out on the floor now, baby. Yeah, you got it, you got you it, you got it, nailed it. If you know it, we'll have to edit <laughs> you, that out anyway. You guys. There you go. Okay, that's the one I know. I think I'll have myself. Cool. A beer. So, what
0: else have we got on that list, Samo, that we haven't already? So,
2: done? so, so, I'll so I'll give you the list. Of Don't the, give, us us a list. give us the whole list.
0: Give us like a couple. Well, there's
2: only five so it's going to be all nice right, and quick then, go
0: straight through them yeah
2: alright <laughs> Jesus Joe okay so, yeah, get on with it okay, okay. so drinking buddies which I've never heard of uh, beer fest yeah, obviously the world's Nailed end down. I hope you remember that pub
0: oh okay. of course because they were in pubs the whole time weren't they yeah yeah old yeah, school everyone.
2: and
1: super bad oh, of course old school oh yes Ah, I love old school. And so, what, Superbad was number one? Yep, Superbad number one. So they didn't even put American pies in there. Well, so we could add a new one to that list. I have a word with Sue from Perth. Was it Sue? Leela,
2: but it was close.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I knew it began with a, a G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Le- 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 Leela, we, lo- we like the list, but um, Joe has some notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Room for more.
0: Improvement. Continuous improvement. So... This week, we're going to be talking about the smooth Italian lager and stylish lager, which is Peroni. So, Peroni, as we alluded to, was first established in Vigevano, Italy, in 1846 by a Francesco Peroni. So, he gave his name to his beer and his brewery. Oh, nice. But what we might not know is that the Peroni lager that we have and we know today, only actually started existing in 1963. So up to that point, Peroni as the brewery existed from 1846, but the Peroni lager that we have, this Peroni nastro azzurro, as we know it, was only created
1: in 1963. In Rome, I hear. I think it's Rome. Did I make that up? The Eternal City, with, you know, such gifts as, um, well ancient rome <laughs> but also nastro nastro azuro and azuro the the italians in, in rugby at least are known as the Azurri. Yeah. so um azuro blue nastro anyone 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 got the uh got the translation i, have, I don't, so, don't I, I,
2: so the name all. i do i've smashed this out of the park already i'm there is Great. a there is a bit of a giveaway oh, it, it. it's it's kind of right in front of your eyes. Yeah, so, so yeah, so like, with the one with the Nastra Azorro, um it is basically the name means blue ribbon in Italian, in honor of the blue ribboned one uh, won by Italian ocean liner SS Rex in nineteen thirty three. Um so basically SS it's, Rex. So yeah, so it's focused on sea and sailing the world. Um and that's like their big advertising thing. So there's a lot of like sailor outfits and hats and stuff in their advertising.
0: And specifically this, this boat, ocean liner, was awarded this ribbon because it could cross the ocean, Atlantic Ocean in the quickest time. That's how I why why they were given this blue ribbon. So, and and I guess the whole point around this nastro azzurro and the blue ribbon and and this, it's all about trying to accentuate the the and and lead into the Italian style and culture that was coming into vogue in the nineteen sixties. You know, you think about you know Italian style, you think about Italian passion. You are probably thinking back to that you know those glamour years of the nineteen sixties. You've got a you know how stylish the Italians were, and 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 blue very much features within that kind of uh, that group group
1: set. They don't, I mean, like, I'm, I'm sorry if it's a sweeping generalization, but Italians like to do things quickly, right? <laughs> yeah. Drive cars, fast boats, everything. Talking oh, of, Simo's gonna well, talking about, about driving out,
2: things quickly, they've actually very regularly sponsored the Grand Prix motorcycle racing competitions. So, you know, that kind of fits in with what you're saying, Barb's that they like it fast.
1: Uh, someone I blew someone's mind the other day about the whole, apparently it's like a really old fact, but you know the thing about Lamborghini? Um, Because I think someone's been. A friend of mine was watching the, you know, the Jeremy Clarkson thing about the farms, and it was like, oh, he bought a Lamborghini tractor. You know, like the idea is, oh, it's you know, needlessly expensive. But I said, yeah, but Lamborghini started off making tractors. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it was um, and tractor uh, engines specifically. They were one of the best tractor engine makers. That's it, and supposedly they got into um, making cars because. his first name escapes me, but Mr. Lamborghini wrote a letter to Enzo Ferrari to say, "Ah, oh, I think you should be making your sports cars like this. And apparently Enzo Ferrari replied... In no uncertain terms, telling him to go away. Yes. Uh, yes. And then, <laughs> and, uh, and then Mr. Lamborghini started making lam- uh, Lamborghini sports cars, and um, well, that went, that went quite well. That's all right. It's that's, that's pretty um, much stood the test of time for that eccentric. Yeah, yeah. And actually,
0: I love the fact that there is like, if you're thinking about those kind of supercars and their kind of historical race, you've got the Ferraris, which is these, you know, both Italian brands, Ferrari, it, Lamborghini, and yet so different even though you're we thinking yeah. about the supercars, about the same price point, but yet they st- they speak to a very
1: different type of person. Yeah, yeah, big time. Sorry, back to Peroni though. <laughs> um,
2: I've got a question for you boys because it's been different mm-hmm. every single time. Um, on your bottle, uh, what is the ABV?
0: So I'm drinking, I've got the classic and I've got the gluten-free version. The classic is four is 5.1% and the gluten-free is... Watch this space. Where is it written on this? Oh my god, that's they've get, I'm, it.
1: I'm struggling with that, Joe. I can't find it. I've got I've got the gluten free as well. Is what I'm I'm telling you there as well also.
0: And unfortunately, I think the gluten free breaks the UK beer laws because it doesn't have the ABV
1: listed on the <laughs> label.
2: <laughs> or is it? Have you bought it from somewhere very shifty? <laughs>
1: Come on, Joe, 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 no one likes a grass, mate. <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm sorry to point this out, already but I don't think you're allowed to do that. You have to have the ABV listed on your... Uh... Oh, so so mine came out of the box, and on the box, it says 5.1. Okay, so it's okay, not so four. So four a yeah, so cool. but on the bottle, you're right. Uh, multipack not for single. what is it? Not for singles, singular uh, resale. no, yeah. so that, yeah, but they don't say that on the bottle. Because mine's,
2: mine barb, is actually 5.1 as well this time. So... Hang about. We've actually got one that, that doesn't um, change that matched up. <laughs> but um, I mean, I um, really like the idea as well that they uh, really push the whole kind of Italian touch on their website. I'm not sure if you, if anyone's had a had a look, but oh, they yeah. kind of they like, do loads of collaborations with food, travel, fashion, and design, all around Italian kind of iconography. And then all the ingredients from the uh, the beer that is all made in Italy. So like everything is done in Italy.
0: I, if I'm honest, looking on their website, it's the first beer website I've gone onto which doesn't actually talk about beer in any uncertain terms. It was very difficult to find out. Like if you went on to Peroni uh, it, Italy.com, you could find and you could make yourself feel that you're on a travel or tourism site for Italy itself. Yes. You know it has interviews with uh you know food and and you know it's, it's a whole section around interviews that they're doing they're doing stories around food fashion travel design it's only when you really get into and dig into their website do you actually understand if you didn't know what Peroni was that that's about a beer company
2: mm, completely and it's 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 yeah it feels like a it feels like a as you said like it feels like oh i've gone in what to do in italy <laughs> <laughs> it's like they one of those websites that's like oh you like a, a travel brochure kind of thing
1: yeah definitely that's the thing about italy though and and so well um by all means people can disagree with me uh, i <laughs> gonna labor the point here i, I work and travel in italy uh, and for me, one of the joys is you don't need to worry about what to do. Just go and have a nice time. It's a l- l- wonderful, lovely, laid-back place. I was, I was going to hey, be. Barb's, Barb's. Do you, do you work in in travel? Yeah, had, had I not mentioned. <laughs> Maybe maybe, this, maybe
0: Peroni's <laughs> website's doing a good job for you. So when your high-end a... clients say, oh, should, yeah. what's about
1: Italy? Just say, just go to the Peroni website I... and it'll tell you all about <laughs> what you need to know. <laughs> that's, that's good. What well, done for bringing me back into fold there, Joe, because I'm about to get real frosty with Simo for the rest of this recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I was, I was like... Now, boys... What, what, Oh, sorry, sorry, Bob. You had a finish. Point. Sorry. No, just one of my favourite things on my last uh, my last work trip to Italy. I um, had a meeting that overran, and I rang up um, the people who I was seeing for my next meeting, uh, and I was meant to be seeing them at ten thirty. And I rang up, and in what's probably a very British way, I was like, I'm I, oh god, I'm so terribly sorry. I'm going to be uh, there at about ten forty-five. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> And they said, I won't do the accent, but they were like, mate, if, if you're here, if you're here within, after half an hour late, you're still early. Yeah. that's great nice. I've heard, like I've heard
0: too many stories in a similar vein of like the Italian you know kind of time clock or the Italian time is on a very different time scale to everyone else and the best story I had I played with a German um, I played hockey with a German guy who's one of his best friends was an Italian guy and he said that was like the clash of the titans where you know the Germans <laughs> always good. like right, we've said 7 o'clock you're going to be there at 10 to 7 after you, so we can start being there and that was you know he'd then go from the bar at about 8 o'clock to this guy, Italian guy's house and he's still getting ready You know, and he's just like, what do you do? We said we'd meet at seven o'clock. He's like, no, well, you know, I'll come down in a bit. You know, it's fine. Now, the elephant, or I should say the pizza in the room, who owns (laughs) (laughs)
1: You Couldn't think of an Italian animal, could you?
2: What's an Italian animal?
1: Mongoose. Um, (laughs) Mongoose. I'm thinking actually, well what were Romulus and Remus weaned off? Wolf. Wasn't that a wolf? That was a wolf.
0: Yeah.
1: Wolves. Yeah, but they're not but Ge- I think Germany are like, you know, Nordic when I think wolves. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um so with with Italy sorry, Italy, we can't think of a, of a an natural animal. You're just gonna have to have the badger.
2: There
0: must be a bird. <laughs> yeah, you're something. the
1: no, just they're the pizza. Come on, the pizza or the in the room. Let's go. The pasta shell in the room. Uh, let's move off this quickly and find out what it is.
2: Yeah, so, um, so um, I did some research and it was um, at first they got taken over by S.A.B. Miller in 2003. And then I believe that they were brought by the Japanese, uh, co- As- As- I say it wrong every time, Asahi, Asahi? Correct. Asahi, Asahi. Yeah, um, in As, 2016. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, with the fall of SAB in 2016, yes, yeah, they, were, they were kind of linked with uh, AB and Bev. AB and Bev and Heiser Bush were looking at, at, at picking up Peroni and Grolsch at the time, yet
1: Asahi swooped in and, uh, and and now owns the Peroni brand it's almost like it's sometimes it's a bit like uh um football soccer clubs and and um, signing new players it's like yeah they yeah. have been linked with uh, with a b yeah, <laughs> like that not received an, an official approach yet but it's yeah. on the cards they haven't had their medicals so that's not it's not yeah, done
2: yet
0: yeah. <laughs> So, and, and they were saying that back, just to kind of bit a bit more light on that SAB purchase, or uh, sorry, SAB selling of, uh, of Peroni and Grolsch, it was speculated that that was a $3 billion merger or price tag that was being <laughs> being, uh, being thrown out there for Peroni and Grolsch. What I'd do with $3 what, billion.
2: For, oh, for Peroni and Grolsch together?
0: Yeah, $3 billion.
2: $3 billion. I, That's a fair whack, isn't it?
0: <laughs> so, hot on everyone's lips, what
1: do you reckon? <laughs> Excuse me. Did you just say hot on everyone's I'm lips? Hot on everyone. <laughs> I'm doing some weird segues. Hot, right on, now the hot, hot on, on everyone's yeah. lips. It's chili con carne. Joe.
2: <laughs> Joe. 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 Just to tell you, when you just randomly say a line, that's not a segue. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. It's more. It's more because it gets your both attention. You stop talking, and I can give you something, and then you can start picking up the conversation. I, I end up cutting my bits out anyway, so it's really just. <laughs>
1: It's al- that's almost a, a metaphor, a-, a metaphor malaphor. It's not hot off the press, or it's not the question on everyone's lips. It's hot on everyone's <laughs> lips. <laughs> the question on everyone's presses is, is this. <laughs> I'm able to find that also it. Could I'm, work, then, I'm to able, able to find it funny because yeah, I'm a actually, little that bit genuinely could work. I'm, I'm able to find it funny because I'm a little bit fragile this morning. If I if I was if I was on my normal normal self, I'd be absolutely roasting you that for uh, roasting you for that, Joseph.
0: <sighs> Thing is, I had until you called me out on it, I hadn't even realized I'd done that, where I'd taken two different <laughs> After this, stay
1: behind and see me afterwards, so we're gonna talk about this.
0: <laughs> You're gonna have to just send me a big long list of ones that are appropriate and you know, are correct and I'll just print them out and
1: put them on my wall. So that when we have interviews. No, no, Joe let's hatch that egg when we come to it, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's make like a trillion split.
2: Anywho, Joe, by the way, you've really not done what you've tried to to set yourself out for. It's not hot on our lips
0: anymore. (laughs) uh, How many countries would you predict that Peroni is featured in? Eighty. Eighty. Four fifty seven. Okay. Nah, 80. Barbara's cl- much closer. And this was off from 2016, so you might have more accurate data, Barbara. but there are 70 countries listed in 2016. Um, but I'm sure since Asahi have come into town that they've probably pushed them into a... You, know, you could easily make up those 10, if
1: you said there. It's not bad to drink either, actually, is it? And I also... Um, I I was thinking about this. I was like, I, I swear I've, I've known about Peroni for a very, very long time. And um, maybe, maybe people might scoff at this, but I realised the first few times I um drank Peroni, I think, it for me it always used to be the beer you would have at an Italian restaurant and particularly at those um those sort of uh, in the in the UK, those kind of chain Italian restaurants. I'm thinking like uh, ask 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 <laughs> ask and Z and those kind of places. Oh, ask cafes. Oh yeah. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. That's where I mm-hmm. seem to know it from.
2: So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've actually maybe not tasted, the Chains
1: too.
2: I've actually Sorry. tasted. i so I had a. Um I've just, I've had the, Nash, how do you say it? Nastro Azuro? I'm, Azuro, That's like the most yeah. English way to say it ever. Um, Nastro like, Azudo. Nastro Azudo. <laughs> and then I've I also just, got like just, the just box, <laughs> the kind of just the
0: Peroni Peroni, which
2: is... Um, what like is this red peroni, red
0: peroni Peroni? Tell us about your Peroni Peroni that you've got.
2: So it's basically, supposedly, so, no, well, as in, so this came before the one that everyone knows.
0: So, so, this, is is the, like so this is the tradition. pre-1963 style yes. beer.
2: Yes. So this okay. is like the original, which is basically I would say like a slightly wheatier, slightly heavier version, but very simple. Interesting. Um, and then you've I've also got the Peroni Ligera. Now, does anybody know what Leggera means? Because I don't. Um, but um Legs. Essentially it's a lot lighter, so it's three point five, it's a lower carbohydrate. Oh, it's light. it feels Yeah. So it feels Leggera's like light a lighter Italian. version. There you nah, go. No, nah, so it's not that <laughs> So basically what I'll say is it does genuinely feel just like a lighter version of the Nastro Azzurro, and the Peroni feels like a heavier, so it's like a little like, like tier upwards. Leggera
1: so is light
0: in Italian, I can fully confirm. Well, there you go. We learned something so every day. So that's interesting
1: because it's funny how sometimes that happens with, you know, like the original beer and then the one that everyone knows. So I found that with, um, is it Cronenberg or Cronenborg rather, um, is that we seem to know 1664 and that's the one that's been exported um, especially well. But I found being in France uh, in the past, there's like a it's not that green bottle with the the blue label. If you go and have the there's the red label, which is just called Cronenberg, which I think was the original as well. I'll have to fact check that. But um, it's funny that there's one that that seems to take off more internationally. So talking about the um, the red
0: label. So obviously we th- we've talked about and, and really dissected the blue ribbon and the Nazar Azura. And so you can think, when you think of Peroni, you think of this very elegant, like almost regal blue that's across, across their packs, across their advertising. But the gluten free version has a, has a big, it's, it's quite red, isn't it, Barbara? It's, you know, it's got the similar kind of blue, you know, the similar label. Um, on the front, I'm showing this up on the screen to Simo so we can see. a similar blue, you know, kind of like roundels, you know, you can kind of see that there is the essence, this is definitely a Peroni product. And yet you've got this big hit of red up here, which now that you're talking about the Peroni, the original, that's got a load of red on it as well. So that's maybe why we don't see the original Peroni in the UK markets. Maybe they phased it out.
2: So, Joe, is that, is the gluten-free, is the gluten-free of the Azura? So it's not gluten-free. It is, it's part of the Azura, the blue ribbon family. So it's just because it's interesting how, it's interesting how probably... Um, there isn't a gluten-free version of their original, like their actual original one, which is the tradition... It says it's basically traditional quality on it. Which I, means- have to,
0: I have to believe that that's because they've, they've taken... From 1963, they've taken a new step. Like, they they said the reason why they introduced this was to give new life into the brand. It was to give this whole platform around the blue ribbon. It was to give a whole marketing story behind, you know, a new stage of of, of its existence. So any other new additions to the product family or the beer family will come under the Nasa Azuro brand, like kind of family, sub-family, let's say. Whereas the original, it seems like they're just keeping that as like, this is what it is. And if you could find it, that's great, but it's not sold in as many places as the the Nasa Azuro family.
2: Like the thing I find interesting is that I, I would actually say as well that the original, because of like the almost the wheatiness to it, I think it could potentially not be as sellable. Whilst I think the Azura kind of fits that kind of light lager kind of vibe that you want when you, and especially it kind of maybe matches like the Italian feel more than what, because I think more Germanic, not Germanic, that's the wrong thing to say, feel like more like Germany kind of vibes when I had the original one.
0: Now, question to you both Would you say that, or would you think that Peroni is a premium lager? Yes, I would. I was. The, I, when What's we, the definition of a premium lager? Well, if you think about it, if you compare in your mind very quickly to the, the this lagerscape, you know the the uh, the landscape of lager that you that you think of, would you put Peroni in the higher like kind of premium category of those lagers, or, or in terms
2: you, of taste, or no everything? Just
0: don't don't even do, like everything. From maybe price point will be a little bit higher. Maybe how they talk about themselves is a little bit more premium. You know, using kind of more elegant language.
2: I mean, I would say that the, I would say that the the way that they push themselves is to kind of get themselves away from the uh, the ones that maybe classed as less quality, I guess. But I mean, I don't see a huge difference. Like maybe it's because I'm here. I mean. It kind of reminds me of the Stella Artois advertisements. Yeah,
1: I, I think you're right. I think you're spot on. Sorry, I, Yeah, on. just I'll just say, for for my money, it's a premium lager. That's that's what I'm sure they would they would almost I would almost think they would rather expect you to refer to it as a premium premium lager. And I think that's probably also the difference from the the original Peroni as well. The Nastro Azzurro is this sort of that's that's uh, inverted inverted commas. I'm interpreting here, but the deluxe version, you know. Completely. And I think actually it's really fascinating
0: that you talked about the the French beer, Stella Artois, which also talks about itself being a... Well, thank you. The Belgian beer, Stella Artois, which talks about itself being a um, premium lager. I would put Peroni and Stella Artois about the same level of like how they're talking about themselves, how they're trying to perceive, like the world to perceive them as these premium, you know, kind of more elegant, more sophisticated than your average lager um, offering. Brewed and
1: bottled in Italy.
0: Um.
2: Yeah, that's the one thing I really like about when you when you kind of read the back is like it is actually all come from like even this one is uh, brewed and bottled. So and then it's sent to New Zealand. There you go.
0: Barber, mm. now you've had both the gluten free and the not, and the original
1: taste. What are you? Is there a difference? So I, I, is this a true representation of the original? Oh, oh, big time, big version? time. I, probably, I haven't actually racked them up next to each other and done like a, a quick comparison, but uh, yeah, definitely. Do it, def, right def, now. De- yeah. Oh,
2: look at him go. What a champion, what oh, a champ. I, I
1: feel for the listeners. They're, they're not going to get to see what I just saw and that was magnificent. <laughs> just alternatively. He also
2: did it really delicately,
0: like almost awkwardly, like a
1: nerd in a line. I feel like with Peroni, when you're drinking, you've got to have your pinky out. Yeah, Dude, it's a it's a premium lager. We just discussed this. Um, yeah, for <laughs> for me, for me, it's um, I I just just drinking this one now. And again, I haven't done the like the like for like sipping like you've done so elegantly. But um, I wouldn't know the difference. I feel like
0: the if there's the, only the only slight difference I can taste in the in the palate is that actually the original is a little bit smoother. Okay. You know, like I think the it finishes off like a quite a, a bit longer. Whereas the 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 gluten free um. It is a very true Peroni product. It's very quaffable, you know, quaffable is the word of the podcast and uh, it's very quaffable. Um, and yeah, I feel like the, 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 there is just a slight difference when you do a back to back comparison of, uh, the, the gluten free to the original. The original just has that longer kind of smoothness that comes through, but it's negligible, really negligible.
2: Um, so I would definitely say that having, so I've had, I haven't had the honor of having the gluten free version. I've had the light version, the azuro, and the like the classic Peroni. Rate them find, for us. Well, I so this is what I was going to do is like for me the Lagerra just kind of feels a bit watered down.
0: Okay, um, that's the light version.
2: So, yeah, that's the light version. It's still nice and it's still very smooth, but it just feels it feels like there's less to it. Um, and I actually think that the um, the original Peroni's got m- more to it and it's got more of an interesting, unique flavour that mm-hmm. I don't think is about. Maybe it's because it's the reason the Azuro is there is because it does taste, it does taste like things you've had before. Um, and it's got kind of a link to things like, for instance, if you have a Stella, I feel like you're getting the same kind of taste palette. Whilst I think the Peroni is a very different flavor. It's got a little bit more of a, um, it's not as smooth. It's got a little bit more of a flavor to it at the end. And I actually prefer that. So I would go for the classic Peroni if you get a chance. To yeah. Fun, okay. Fun, I get that. Funny thing yeah, to mention I'm- also
1: equally, just um, spoiler alert. I, uh, for the purposes of this uh, recording, I went to a supermarket yesterday. I picked up the Peroni Nastro Azzurro uh, senza glutine, as we say in Italian, uh, and I also got so I got I got I got four packs of um, sorry no, I got three packs three four packs of this and what might be coming up in an episode near you um, San Miguel and Sol. The Peroni was £5.50. I would normally sort of expect maybe £5 for uh, a, a, a little pack of four. And to be honest, supermarket pricing does change pretty regularly. Um, but the San Miguel pack of four was um, 3 pounds and the Sol was three sixty. pounds 60 So yeah. premium lager, um, I mean, it's... it's premium the, price the Premium point. price, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's all of that. Everything they're doing with with
0: what they're putting out in the actual product itself, to the marketing, to the pricing strategy as well, is all trying to get you to think about that more premium positioning.
2: So it trans- that transfers into Australia as well. So Peroni was the most expensive one I could have bought, um, only by like a dollar. But it was like it was always more expensive. Like every single like, regardless of the other lager you try to get, it was just always more expensive.
0: So I think we'd be doing a disservice to Peroni and how they put themselves out there as this Nastro Azzurro Italian style, not to talk about the recent redesign, which Simo, I think you've got a date for us about when that happened? Yes, that was uh, 2019. And they're saying, again, a lot of this is trying to hop back to their heritage, but putting it into, you know, driving on that modernity. So... um, you can look at the logo is in this hexagonal shape, which apparently draws inspiration from the original Bira Peroni crest of years gone by, they say.
1: Oh, so actually, yeah. So uh, uh, if you guys are on the, because the Nestros are, are the gluten-free, presumably they've still got that little red. It's, I mean, it's a circle a circle with Bira Peroni Roma, obviously because we know we mentioned earlier on, but then is that that star in, inside it with Peroni and that's kind of hexagonal within the, the star, isn't it? Well, it's actually the whole logo. Like, the whole label shape is a hexagonal yeah, so, as well. Yeah, I, I, I figured that the, 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 the red bit I'm referring six to... Sides, sort of boys, the, six <laughs> sides, boys. Six sides. I think, <laughs> I think what they're doing to, for more... Thank all... God we had a teacher in here to tell us what hexagonal meant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, I'll tell you what, Barb is nasty when he's on over. <laughs> really? <laughs>
1: this is only a... Well, to be fair,
0: you did give him a jab yeah, about gave, his travel tourism gave, work. Oh, so.
1: oh, oh, oh Barb's. do you work in travel? Oh... <laughs> He's
0: repaying you back like he said he would do. Moving, swiftly, so, moving um,
1: swiftly on, because we're adults, unlike Mr. Poopy Pants over there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um I've nicked that from a film and I can't remember what it is. Um but I, so I just that whole thing about sailors I didn't realize mm. and now it makes perfect sense. The the white with the blue label is totally a sailor's hat, right? And so that's a, a nod to when the, what the the, the peroni the, was named after in the first place. Not the fez. It wasn't called the fez, was it? Oh the blue ribbon, what the blue ribbon was yeah, named sorry. after the whole yeah, the uh, national azure blue blue ribbon. Well I was thinking I also in my head I think we talked about it before with with blue ribbon. I heard it as like blue label. You know, in lots of, um, but it's, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I, but the thing is though, that I think that's completely wrong. It is, it's blue ribbon. Um, so yeah, I schooled well, myself. Yeah, so it's,
2: so it's, it. the name literally means blue ribbon and it's in honour of the blue riband.
0: So you can see on the, on the side of the bottle that there is a, a little emboss of a signature. Does anyone know who that signature is of? I'm guessing that is, is that's got to be Mr. Peroni, is not it? That's Giovanni Peroni. So it's one of the sons of the original founder of Peroni. Um, so the guy who who was who was head of the company when it went through this NASA
1: Azuro nineteen sixty three change. Part of me was really hoping for someone so random. And <laughs> It's like <you're> the, the <laughs> you know the boss. Signature. Do you know who that was? It's from Dave in the plant. Kenneth Williams. <laughs> <laughs> That's who it was? Or, or Hugh Jackman? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe even a regular sized Ackman. Um sorry, sorry. That's a note that's a note so, in the episode, so yeah, isn't it? I think uh, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Let's finish it up.
0: You 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 guys carry on, I'll that. No, I'll it's go. good. I liked it. And uh Simon, you got anything else you want to say like desperately before we close up?
1: I mean I lo- I-, I love you boys. Okay. There you love go. that I as love well. That. Um so it's Instagram don't, don't. I'm too hung I'm too hung over, that's gonna make me go all mushy. <laughs> so <laughs> Peroni. Oh, I love you
0: guys too so the numbers for peroni on instagram they've got 13.3k followers and twitter (laughs) twitter they've got 8k followers
1: i love twitter as well
2: (laughs) actually i don't love twitter that much sometimes it can be pretty toxic on there
0: so i guess i guess to summarize how would anyone want to summarize it's it's very italian
2: it's a very italian beer and it's enjoyable and you should- passion. Fuego, fuego is not even <laughs> Italian, is it? Um... <laughs> what does frago mean? It's fire in Spanish, isn't it? So, what? <laughs> so they're literally completely pointless then, because they actually are more linked to water than they are fire.
1: <laughs> no, I like it. It's for, uh, d- but so yeah, it's for me though. It is <laughs> what sorry. <was> that? <laughs> For me though, it's 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 not an aperitivo, but it is. You go I. For for me, it sings of I am going for dinner. Before I do, I'm gonna go and have a beer. I'm slightly dressed up because I'm going for dinner. I'm um, I'm having a Peroni Nastro an Azzurro. And uh, have you got a gluten intolerance? It doesn't matter if you've got a gluten intolerance. <laughs> there is now a beer for tea. you. Bam. <laughs> me hit you with that knowledge
0: and if you want a lighter version you can get them in Australia done yeah
2: <laughs> also I do I genuinely think it's something that you you'd feel comfortable if you were wearing a tux you could have you could have a Peroni
1: that's a good point actually yeah I've right, in my head that's the one that yeah you're like say you're at an, an event and it's one where they are just gonna like if you want a beer you're gonna have a yeah I agree in a really badly articulated way <laughs> <laughs> let's definitely stop
0: this <laughs> and that's all we have time for this week's episode of the I'll Try That Podcast and so from me Joe Rich Barber and
1: Simo goodbye and don't forget to follow us on Instagram Twitter I'll Try That Podcast dot com and watch us on YouTube goodbye now